What's good with the world? It's your newest favorite sports podcast, Fourth Quarter. Alongside me, I have Malik, aka Leek the Sports Geek, Sam, aka Bergen the Sports Fiend, and Mario, aka Re, Mr. I Can Talk Sports in My Sleep. I go by the name of Ish, every sports reporter's wish. Fellas, what's good? What up, man? Another one. We got some NFL topics on the on the uh, on the agenda today. Now, this is uh this will be pretty similar to our uh, college football segment, but we'll go ahead and jump straight into it. Uh, we'll recap few of the uh, top games from last week in the NFL. We'll start off with the defending Super Bowl champion Patriots versus the Saints. They were able to outlast the Saints, thirty six to twenty. Now this one here. I felt like this was a, a statement game as far as Tom Brady was concerned. He definitely needed to bounce back after week one, and I definitely think he did so. Granted, I mean, it's the Saints. Not much of a defense there. I mean, they're, they're trying to do what they can. They got they do have a, a stud out there at corner that just so happens to be a Buckeye, or former Buckeye, should I say. So they're trying to make strides We're as not far doing as he's concerned. But this pretty much just showed us that the saints as a defense are not there so uh the floor is open fellas we'll go ahead and discuss patriots versus saints um i don't know about statement game it's tom brady he doesn't really have statement games anymore you know what they were saying though man they were saying he was washed after that first game yeah Yeah. man I felt like he had to come in. He had to show something this week because last week a lot of people were saying, I don't know. I was one of them. I don't know how much Tom got left in the tank because, like we said, he was making some some routine Tom Brady passes that he just couldn't connect on. So I I felt like it was a statement game in that aspect. But we did, when, we, when we was talking about Tom Brady, though, we did all say that we agreed that we was going to see spurts of vintage Tom Brady this season. It just yeah, isn't going to be true. All the time, every, every week. week, he gotta he gotta gonna, learn that touch. Yeah, that yeah. age is getting to him. He's not gonna be the right, goat right. that we know him to be every week anymore. But I still feel like when the money's on the line, I was about to say, yeah. Brady. Once the playoffs so, hit, I ain't betting against him. No, sir. <laughs> True. Yeah, man. That, as far as the Saints are concerned, I mean. I personally felt like their offense was going to be a lot more explosive this year. Adding AP to the backfield and uh, Mike Thomas emerging as that guy, but it just doesn't seem like they they have enough to be that old Saints team that we know. We know the Saints has been that team that they're going to put it up. They're going to put some points up, but it's been a while since we've seen that Saints team. How do y'all feel? It's a classic. To me, it's a case of them not wanting to pay players. On their offensive side and let, mm-hmm. letting their weapons go. I mean, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers behind these guys' contracts, so I guess you can't technically quote me on this or whatever you want to say. But I feel like when you let go of guys like Jimmy Graham, Brendan Cooks, you can't expect for Drew Brees to still be out there throwing for five bands. Like, true. He, fact. They said a lot of the Brandon Cooks situation had to do with his yeah, locker room. Brandon Cooks was more his of a locker room, room in his in his. Uh, relationship with his teammate more than it was money, but the Jimmy right. Graham that situation. Jimmy Graham situation, yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Yeah, you can't let you 
You can't let get rid of your quarterback's weapons, man. Right. Jimmy Jimmy was just that guy, man. And I, I hate to see him where he's at now in Seattle, not getting utilized the way that he was with the Saints. But, I mean, different squads, I guess, different schemes. But we'll jump right into this next one. This isn't one of my favorite games of this week, as y'all might know. Uh, Cowboys versus Broncos. <laughs> Broncos, uh, they, they put it on my boys. 42-17 was the final score. Now, I'm not going to say coming into this game, I expected it. Uh, I expected us to win. Of course, me being a Cowboy fan, I, I hope that we win every game. But I knew that this was going to be a true test for our team. Uh, as far as Dak and Zeke were concerned, last year we played some decent ball clubs. We had not seen a defense like this, and it showed. Von Miller was in Dak's face every chance he got. Regardless of him only having two sacks, he rushed just about all of Dak's passes. Dak was, I mean, it's the, the, the two games that we've had, Dak hasn't been on target with his passes. Even against the, uh, against the Giants, he looked like he was throwing passes a little too high, a little too low here. He just hasn't settled in. He's making good reads and good pass or good plays. The passes are just a little off. And against the Broncos, you can't afford that. They'll make you pay. And they definitely made him pay. But I uh, no also zone. wanted to discuss Zeke a little bit. Yeah, no, no fly zone, definitely. I also wanted to discuss Zeke a little bit. And a lot of people are giving him a bad rap for giving up on Dallas. And I can definitely see why they feel that way. I definitely feel like it's a product of him not being there mentally with all of the stuff that's going on, especially last week. Because last week, for all we knew, that could have been his last game playing. They could, they could have served the suspension or uh, made the suspension happen following that game. But now that we know that he'll be playing pretty much the full year, I think next week we'll get, we'll get the Zeke that we're expecting to see. But last week, not, not a cop-out at all. I feel like it was a lot on him mentally. But, I mean, you get paid to do this, so you got to come out there ready to ball. What y'all boys think about this one? Uh, I think humble pie. That's what I think. <laughs> I agree. That's what I think. I'm, I'm on record saying if the running game ain't, I've been told you, the running game ain't work, Dak is not going to carry y'all to no promised land bro, trying to win the game. Bro, he threw the ball growing. 50 times, bro. It's not going to yeah, work. It's not, it's not, Dak's, not ready, Dak's not ready for no 40-plus attempts, bro. Zeke only had Just nine not. carries for eight yards. Oh, man, it was, it was bad. Every time he touched the ball, he – Either had to try to make somebody move or try to make somebody miss or Broncos D comes to play, man. Game yeah. tapped. Can man, we that defense? Can we go ahead and legit. say? Can we go ahead and just go on record and say best defense in football? Why? I'm right there. <laughs> why, why you think? I'm right why you think I grabbed him early in fantasy? I don't ever gotta take him out. Yeah, that's the best defense. I got um, I got a I got an argument for that though. Raiders, you gotta be going Raiders. Ravens. Have y'all seen the Ravens defense? Ooh, I got I, I got both of them. It looks like the old Ravens D. <laughs> yeah, they got this, ten tur- ten like turnovers in two D. games. But that's this, crazy. Yeah. But this Man, Broncos but, defense is rounded. Like not nah, good everywhere. They got see the thing yeah. about the Broncos, they got like their defense became more athletic in a way. Like they got rid of a lot of their beef when they D line. And got they got in some 
some more athletic, like, you know what I'm saying, athletic D linemen now. So they just all about getting to that pass, or, I mean, to that passer. Then you got your corners, you know, Chris Harris, he, he rarely gives up TDs. Like, I remember he went a couple seasons without even giving up one. So that was, <laughs> you got him and Tlaib. True, you know, that's man. crazy, man. One thing I do want to say about Chris Harris, though, <clears throat> is there were a few trips where I saw him lined up in the slot, uh, guarding Cole Beasley. And, I mean, we all know Cole, Cole, he's got them quick feet. That boy, he was giving Chris Harris some, some uh, he was breaking him off a little bit. Slot, out there, that's hard to go. It was just that pass rush, yeah, man. He couldn't find, he couldn't find him. Yeah, definitely. He couldn't find Cole enough, but Chris Harris, he's he's definitely Hold on, We're not letting y'all off the hook just that easy. I feel like we're focusing a little bit in the wrong direction. Let's talk about that Cowboys defense a little bit. Oh, they've been suspect. Oh, there's no surprise man. there. There's but no I surprise mean, there. Everybody knows our defense is horrible. Trevor Simeon, bro. Yeah, four TDs. I mean, he was looking like the man. I mean, if if you listen, you to, also have to take into account that we was losing D backs left and right. Guys was out there getting broke up, and they ran nice. they ran it effectively too. Definitely, I, I, but I mean, CJ Anderson ain't that's, no slouch though. He's not, not at, at all. And Jamal Charles. Yeah, so I'm saying they got a nice two head. They got Charles and CJ Anderson. It's not like they got a slouches of a running backs to where if they do run the well, you'd be like, that's a surprise. But Trevor Simeon. Is the I guess the hot take of it? Yeah, I mean I yeah, guess I mean, if he really become he good, they can be dangerous, man. Definitely. He didn't have a lot of yards before touchdowns. That's the thing with this Cowboys team. In order for us to be successful, our our offense is going to have to come to play. We're, this is definitely going to be like last year. We're going to have to control the clock, or we're going to have to play the outscore me game. And if we're not putting up no points. And we're playing against a team that that can move the ball at least a little bit. We're in trouble. Hey, you, we game trouble. Ain't, even, ain't even in y'all's repertoire, man. Y'all got a no, time of possession. It's not looking at it right yeah, now. Y'all got a time of right possession. now, it's not looking like it at all. Hey, we can't even get in that end zone. If that run game keep looking the way it looked, then we might not be seeing too much more of Dak Prescott. He might not have a place in this league if he want to oh. throw the ball fifty times. He's, he can't do it. Right. He I can't feel do that it. way. He's not if he's going to have to throw the ball 50 times, he's not, not going to be here long. See, that's the thing, though. It's not that he's going to have to do it. He's not going to have to do it much. He had to do it here because we got down extremely early. And I don't see us getting down that quickly against Bro, most other got, teams. We had so many three and outs in a row, it wasn't fun. But it's not like, even it about the terrible. three and outs. <clears throat> their offense is supposed to be subpar. Like you're supposed to be able to get some stops on LeBron. That's not true. We, that, that is true. Without that, without no quarterback. quarterback their quarterback. They got he was a, he's the only question mark. That's, That's a huge question mark, question mark, my dude. Not when you're playing against the Cowboys secondary. Man. I I like Trevor Simeon against our D backs uh, every day of the week. What's dudes? I don't even I don't even want to say it. Maybe some, Trevor I, Simeon is a right. It was in the preseason. Dude for the Cardinals was lighting uh like. <laughs> That's what showed me right there that our D-backs were, I mean, <laughs> we was going to be going through some growing pains. And that's that's what happens when you let go of all of your D-backs from last year, expecting young guys to come in. The only guy we retained was Skandrick, and Skandrick got hurt this game. Can so I say one I more mean, thing? We're, we're playing Skandrick all Skandrick, not even y'all's definitely. best corner, Anthony Brown. Exactly. Can I say one more thing? 
Anthony Brown. Where was all this energy at in the preseason and before the season started when y'all was yelling Super Bowl and we... I'm still yelling. I'm still yelling. Y'all ain't no better than WVU fans. You, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> just like them. Got one, got one playoff win in 24 optimism. years. Just and they act like uh, they be out here balling year in year yeah. out. Man, y'all can stop throwing that head, that man. playoff thing in us. But we'll jump into this next game, man. Giants uh, and the Lions. Lions were able to come out on top against the Giants, 24-10. It's not much that I need to say about this game outside of the fact that the Giants are terrible. They're terrible. Their defense, yeah, decent and good. But their offense is so bad that it doesn't do their defense any justice. This game, yeah, Odell played, but... He was about as effective as he was against Dallas, and he didn't play against <laughs> Dallas. So that, I mean, that right there says a lot about their offense. But, I mean, I personally think they're rushing him back anyway. It's not like this game pretty much showed us that it's not going to make a difference whether he's out there or not. They're going to have to find other options. But He's not healthy either. I don't though. know. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like you should arrest him and get him healthy, but – I don't, if you can't, I don't think that you rushing him back is the answer. If you can't I mean, turn around and hand him the too. ball off, you're in trouble. But they also have no line. Did, have you watched no their left all. tackle the last two weeks of NFL football? Yeah, Fisher. He looks to mm-hmm. Sam can go out there and block better than what he's doing right now. Word. And they left tackle looks terrible. Yeah, they don't. And you can't run the ball. There's nothing you can do. My only thing is Sam Br- I said Sam Bradford. Matt Stafford keeps this up, keeps balling. Matt Stafford is dark horse to win MVP this year if he takes the Lions to a nice record. Yeah. I, no I like him without – I like him without – Worth every penny. Worth every yeah. penny. And he, and he became a ten times better quarterback when Matt That's what I'm saying. Is it, is, it, is it possible that it may be – you may be better off as a team without a standout wide receiver? You depend on it too much. Is that what the Patriots basically been subliminally telling us for the past few years? Is that you don't in want way, that because I feel like the quarterback I feel like has, that definitely goes into the quarterback. But you know. the quarterback has to force it to that big money guy because of course he's got an ego. He wants the ball. He's always open. You know what I'm saying? And you find yourself forcing the ball to this big money guy all the time. And then we see with Matthew Stafford, as soon as Megatron leaves, we like, oh, the Lions going to be trash. He like, nah, we spreading this ball around. We about to be out here. Like, yeah. And he just yeah. he just looks so much more effective as a quarterback without Megatron out there. And I feel like it's because he felt like he had to get Megatron the ball. Yeah, you, That's why you I feel like it's got a lot it. to do with the quarterback. The quarterback's got to be mentally strong. If you're playing with a, a number one wide receiver – as effective as most of these wide receivers are in the league, you got to be mentally strong and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get you when you open, but I'm not going to force the ball to you. That's a lot of like, uh, I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I'm being biased or nothing, but just to go back to the Cowboys of last year, that came out in week two and made a statement about Dez. Like, they asked him straight up, will Dez crying for the ball or asking for the Let's ball? Be- uh, Let's be clear. Hurt you any? And he told them straight up, I'm going to find Dez when Dez gets It's a lot easier to do Here. that to a Dez Bryant than it is to a Megatron. Let's be clear. Oh, Megatron's on a different oh, level. Yeah, that's, that's Anybody in the league is going to try to. No wide receiver of no wide receiver of Megatron's caliber is going for you talking about 
oh, we not going Fortnite. Nigga, I'm one on one. Right. I wasn't I wasn't comparing to Megatron. I'm saying more of the fact that how you saying is it better for a quarterback to play with a receiver that's less dominant. And Dez is I yeah. mean he's a he's I a number like, one receiver. I feel we'll like get to Dez, Dez a little later. Dez but. is the type of receiver that you want really. He's a guy that's that's good, but he's not demanding like he's his talent doesn't demand the ball. Like you get it when you get open. We got other guys. But we, like you said, we're going to yeah, get the Dez. Yeah, we'll definitely talk Dez here in a little bit. But was there anything else you guys wanted to add uh, on this Lions-Giants game? Nah. Yeah, it wasn't much there for me to say either. Uh, next game, we'll jump straight into uh, Packers-Falcons. This was a pretty good one. I mean, we had uh, discussed previously that the Falcons' offense didn't look how it was supposed to look. And they looked – like uh, early and often, they were trying to make a statement as to let everybody know that our offense can still move the ball. We can still do what we do. Uh, they were able to beat the pal- uh, Packers 34-23. Uh, what's your guys' take on this one? Um, I think the Falcons, they they showed that they – we tried to yeah. write them off a little bit. I was about early. to say that same thing. Like I, I just felt like it was his first game. First game jitters, yeah. you know what I'm saying? First game rust. I mean, they look good. They look good versus the Packers. And we know we know we can't sit here and say that the Bears defense is good because they just got trashed. Right. Yeah. So it was definitely just, you know, first game first game rust. Sarkeesian looked better this game. He did. He definitely. Did. We we talked about him a few segments ago as well and we were all in agreement that that may not be a coincidence that he's down there and their offense has struggled mightily. But, uh, yeah, as we did say, the Falcons did look like they're back. They were moving the ball. And the biggest thing I took from this game is that the Falcons were able to do what they did to the Packers, which is a fairly decent defense. But they have yet to have that breakout performance from Julio yet. So if he gets on – his horse and really shows what we know he's capable of. Whoo-wee. I mean, this he ain't scored last week, but he had over 100 yards. He had, he had 112 yards. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I think losing. We, we know he's capable of getting that end zone offense. I think so losing, starts doing I think that, losing Vic Beasley in that game will hurt. Vic Beasley's an animal. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's going to hurt. That's he ain't out. How long is he out? I think just a month with that oh. hamstring. Okay. But well, you know, a month is. I was about to say, that's about four games. Four, four yeah, games. Three, three, games. Four games. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers got to be the best quarterback in the league. Hey, Aaron Rodgers probably is, like, as far as arm talent, but. Arm talent and just talent wise, Aaron Rodgers has been the best thing. Matt Stafford. Stafford is. I think Stafford's second to Rodgers. And just like. I've been just on like just, talent. just pure arm talent, bro. Yeah. I've like been now, on record saying that Aaron Rodgers is the best, but a lot of people are still. Uh, of course, you can't go against. I feel Tom, like Tom Brady. A lot of people are no like more. Tom Brady's the yeah, best quarterback the be- in, the, I mean, in the league. Tom, Tom Brady. I'm, I, I like Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady in that in that Kobe phase where like we know he he on his way out, but ain't, you ain't about to disrespect him. He's still great. He's still clutch. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like when you're talking the greatest in the league, no, the best in the league, no more. You don't even even talk about them. You don't have. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to talk about them guys. Like Tom Brady's the greatest 
quarterback ever, in my opinion. But right now, Aaron Rodgers is the best in the league. And like, I, I don't know. I, ever since, I ain't gonna lie. That one video I seen where Aaron Rodgers, he threw that. Uh, through that shit in the basket. Yeah, from, from like summer. 65 yards, bro, and dropped <laughs> I mean, it in, bro. His arm talent just... That is amazing, bro. I, I can't fathom. He's the yeah. most gifted. I can't gra- I cannot Definitely. grasp He's the most that gifted. Shit. He, he didn't hit a board like they normally do. He threw it, bro. It was like 65 <laughs> yards, bro. Like, what is just think about on? Think about putting a trash can down the field, and he threw it across the field and landed into a trash can. Think about how he put my Cowboys out of the playoffs yeah, last that year. That last throw. pass he Everything threw. Everything comes oh back to the Cowboys. Gosh. You can say. No, this say, is more about yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Leak is in agreement with this one. That ball that was, was beautiful throw. Beautiful throw. People, that was a hell of a catch, too. What about the it Hail Marys? It was, definitely, but he wasn't. Oh, the Hail Marys is serious, too, Sam. Hey. Bro, you can't call the that luck as, as often as he does that. You cannot call Yeah, he does it too luck. often. You he does it far too often. It's not luck. And then when I see him throw that ball 65 yards into that thing, I'm like, yeah, that's, he, he does that. He does that. That's what he does. He puts, he puts the ball where he wants to put the ball. That's a fact. Period. Period. He throw a pick, you be like, what? Uh, Another another major thing that I want to take from this is that the Packers are genius in putting Ty, Ty Montgomery the in the backfield. Yeah. This guy is making his presence felt as a tailback, which is crazy. I mean, we knew he could do some things with the ball based off of what he did at Stanford. When he got when he got an open field, when he had his returns, he made stuff happen. He didn't put on some money. Now we're talking about... You got right, to. we're talking about a guy to play wide receiver, put on weight, and now is out here running like an NFL he, running back. He's reading holes properly, reading his blocks. He's doing what he needs to do athlete. for them to be successful in the run game. Yeah, I feel like next year could be a big year for him. And awesome. I also feel like Definitely. he need to get up out that 88, too, if he's going to be in the backfield. <laughs> He going to have a hell of a year this year, though. Ty Montgomery going to help mess around and be the best running back fantasy-wise this year. Come and watch. I could see it. Possibly. I but could definitely see it. As far as that's concerned, we'll go ahead and jump into the next topic. Now, uh, this one here, this pretty much what Reed just said alludes to my answer for this. Uh, which rookies have impressed you most thus far? Now, Reed just made a very valid statement that Ty, Ty Montgomery could be the leading running back in fantasy. And I want to go on record saying that I think a rookie may be that in Kareem Hunt. That guy, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing more to say. I mean, we've seen him play in two games, and he's pretty much shown us, hey, I can do it. Whatever you need from me, I'm going to make it happen out here in the backfield. And, I mean, that pretty much answers mine. Yeah, Kareem's definitely – uh, impressed most as a rookie, but I'll go ahead and open up the floor to you guys and see how y'all feel. I might be wrong, but I'm, I feel like we all got the same guy here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got I got Hunt. Oh, I think Me I too. think you're right on that one. Mm-hmm. I don't got Hunt. Who you got? Hunt probably the lead. Hunt probably the front runner right now, but I don't. I'm gonna throw a wild card out there. You like Deshaun, don't uh-huh. you? I like Leonard Fournette. No, I like uh, Trey Davis White. From the Bills. Oh. Have y'all been seeing this guy that's play? A solid pick. Have y'all been seeing this guy play? That's solid, Lee. I ain't yeah, seen I none of them. Yes. I ain't gonna front. I ain't seen none of them. 
He's been he, he's, he's out special. there cuffing up, but he's the highest rated. He's like top five highest rated corner right now, and he's a uh, he's like a top five in the top three in the rookie like uh, graded cover. He rookie. Yeah, who was that? He's, yeah, he's number one in that. No, he's number one. No, yeah. I mean, who was that? Who was that? Thorpe runner up. Yeah, that was yeah, Trey Davis. <laughs> oh, Don't do it. Hey, he was better than a Dory, and we ain't even the gonna real, go there. The real Thorpe winner. We ain't, we ain't going there. He was better than a Dory. Thorpe runner up. Okay, I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah, Trey. I respect Trey Davis's game. He, he not gonna win it. It's probably gonna be Hunt, especially if Hunt keep the the way he's going. But right now, if they had like a defensive rookie of the year, I'm sure they do. It's going to Trey Davis White if y'all paying attention. That's very solid. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. And I mean, as you as you said, everybody else will lean toward Kareem because that's just how the league works. Everybody leans more toward offense. Yeah, it's a fact. Defense, but let's not overlook what he's doing because I'm very I'm extremely glad you brought him came up. out this year. Yeah, it is. Yes, great, this great corner class. This may have been the best. Great, great corner. Yeah, this may have been the best corner class we've seen, and I don't know how. All of our teams had a great corner this year. Still getting warmed up from that shoulder because you remember he only threw three passes in the preseason. So like from your surgery, 
all the way until you hop in the preseason. You got three throws. I bet you Andrew Luck come off a shoulder injury throwing throwing it better than him. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not first, maybe not first game though. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Luck is has clearly the better arm talent anyway. Oh yeah, that's that's a fact. It wasn't even a debate. Yeah, Andrew Luck. That's another dude. That's another dude who we sleeping on on how how gifted. Yeah, I like USC. I can't sleep on Andrew Luck. I didn't see him do some bad things. That's a bad man. He did some bad things to us, bro. I can't front. He turned a hater into a believer. That's how bad he did us. Big time. Cam is just, I don't know. I, I called it. Cam. I don't, I don't know, man. It just depends on how the team start to warm up, man. If the team starts to look good, the defense looks good again. If the offense starts to click cool. in, you know, then then that's when that's when McCaffrey we'll see. McCaffrey starting to be that weapon. Yeah, they getting like involved. They, McCaff- they 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 running McCaffrey up the middle though. Get that man on the outside. Let him create. Yeah, you got yeah. you. Yeah, I like to see McCaffrey use more as a scat back, like they do uh, Lashawn McCoy and things like that. Yeah, get them guys in the space and let them work. Yeah, McCaffrey ain't no halfback dive type of guy. Yeah. Yeah, and I felt like them that's getting why they the got Tolbert, Jonathan Stewart. That hurt a lot too. They got still got Stewart though. Jonathan Stewart run hard. They do. They can lean on him. I feel like they should be able to lean that's on him. That's your pound back. guy, and you put you you let McCaffrey <coughs> Samuel hit the edges on him. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, but uh, as far as Cam is concerned, I mean, he's definitely got some some proving to do to us because he hasn't really he hasn't done much here. Uh, as a it's sad though too because it's coming the... off of just it was just two years ago. Yeah, yeah. he was the he was yeah. the man. And a lot of people uh, they gave him the bad rap for saying that uh, all will. Wait till he gets his receiver back. Wait till he gets Kelvin Benjamin back. And Kelvin Benjamin's been back. Yeah. I mean, they played better without Benjamin, honestly. Yeah. They really I agree. Did. They played better. But they had Ted Ginn, too. Took another hit. Yeah. 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 And now Greg Olson goes down for six to eight weeks. That's not going oh, to that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Now, that kills That's right there. Cool. I mean, they still got uh, Ed Dixon, but. I like him. Yeah, Ed Dixon is cool, it. but they ain't got nobody behind like that, it. though. Behind that is. Nah. It's quiet it. They don't have Cam doesn't have Definitely. very many weapons, really. Nah. He ain't really got shit. Not at all. Nah, they be saying he got weapons, but he really don't. He really Especially don't. if Benjamin ain't on top of his game, man. The best year he had was without Kelvin though, so I mean Yeah, man. I don't Well, speaking speaking of receivers, we'll jump right into our next topic now. This is something that we've discussed. Yes, uh I know this is one of Ree's favorite topics here. Me and him, if y'all follow us on Twitter, <laughs> y'all seen. <laughs> we both have completely different mindsets as far as this is concerned now. Uh the question here is this is I mean this is for all of us. Is Des Bryant still a top ten receiver in the league? No. Yeah. No. He top ten. No. He top That's, ten. Here's, man. My, here's my stance. I've already said, if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen that one of my tweets came last week that said, Is it time that we start realizing that Des isn't as good as we think he is? And I think that he's not he's really not what we think as far as uh 
raw talent is concerned, Dez is big, Dez is fast. But he's not a great route runner. Uh, you can line up certain D-backs on him with one-on-one coverage, and he's not uh, he's not going to win that matchup nine times out of ten. I mean, he'll win it, but he's not winning it as often as we're expecting him to. Now, I personally like Leak. I have Dez in the top ten as far as receivers are concerned. I just have him on the outskirts. He's maybe around eight or nine. Maybe ten B. <laughs> <laughs> I have him. I think I have him sitting right at. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have him sitting at eight, and the receivers I have ahead of him, uh, no particular order: Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Jordy Nelson, and Amari Cooper. Now, Amari, we've only seen one year out of him, but I still think he's elite. He's that guy. He's that guy, and I have Dez falling in so right how, behind. So, him. so Jordy better than Dez. Yeah, Jordy's better. I than think Dez. Jordy. I, I feel Jordy like you have a very, oh. yeah, you have a very uh, strong case for Jordy, mostly because he's playing with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. But outside of playing with Aaron Rodgers, Jordy he finds a way to get open. That's what Jordy I'm saying. He's like Rodgers. That That's true. A, That's he's very a complete true. Receiver but though. I like Dez Jordy as an athlete. Thomas is though. better he's, than Dez Bryant. Okay, Allen now Robinson we probably throw is better than Dez Bryant. Who was that last one? AR-15. Allen Robinson. Negative. He's Negative. better than Dez Bryant. Negative. I mean, he is. A lot of the thing the about Dez is people have to realize. Exactly. Yeah. Here's the thing about Dez that a lot of people aren't really taking into account. As long as Dez has been with Dallas, there has not been another receiver that has been good enough to garner enough attention to where Dez is able to – do what he does. Every year that I can think of that Dez has been there, it's double coverage all game throughout the season. Like, there's not a game that comes uh, outside of the the last few years, which Dez is clearly on a decline. We haven't seen it. We've only seen it against the Giants when they throw Jack Rabbit on him. We haven't seen anybody else do it. And even with Jack Rabbit, they throw some safety over the top. All these receivers are seeing double coverage. Not not every play of the game though, like uh, people such as uh, Antonio. Antonio gets double teamed a lot, but we've also seen that they have Martavius Bryant that can stretch that field. So they have a solid run game as well. So if people are loading the box, it's like pick your poison. Either you're going to guard Antonio deep, or you're going to guard Martavius deep. Now Antonio's more that guy that they don't run him deep as often as they run Martavius Bryant. So a lot of the safeties cover over top of Martavius' side, meaning that Antonio does have a few one-on-one opportunities. Dez has zero. There's nobody else that that garners enough attention from the safety to where Dez doesn't have to be car, uh, guarded by that safety. I can't think of another player that I've named that hasn't had the luxury of having somebody else that can get open. Do you know when the like Hopkins? Do you know when the last time? Deion, did you see? Did you see what Will Fuller did last year? Because ain't nobody know who he was. Oh come on! Hey, Dez. Oh, you, Dez is done. What's up? Do you know when the last time Dez received four thousand yards was? Yeah, it's been a while. I know you're a numbers guy, so you definitely gonna let me have it. I believe it's been what three yeah, years? Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty sure that. But you also have to take into account that. Couple of those years, Dez was banged up. Didn't play the full year, but uh, Romo was banged I agree with you 100. That hasn't that too. One, that's a, like you have to take that into account. He hasn't played a season. 
Whoa. Last year he missed three games. Who? I mean, you talk about this? Yeah, yeah, last year he missed three games. 2015 he played nine what games. Damn, so that means he missed six. Out of our what, though? Yeah, I know, that's what I said. He was banged up one year, that one year, nine games. 13 games, that, that's that's more than 75% of the season. And on top of that, you also have to take into account, just like Leek said, Romo was banged up when Dez wasn't banged up, so who you got throwing to you? I guarantee y'all can't name the last two Cowboy backups. They ain't worth talking about. Exactly my point, so I mean... <laughs> A we lot of these receivers is telling more in John and Kitna. If you want, if you want to start taking that into account, then that brings a whole lot of Stephen wide receivers Morris. into this conversation. If you want to take quarterback situation, such as who though? Such as who? That's of this Allen of this. Allen Robinson. Uh, no we just talked about him. We just said he better, but it don't Jarvis show. Landry because, yes. is better than Dez Bryant. Yes, bro. Like Jarvis Landry is not. I'm taking Jarvis what? Landry over Dez. At least right now. Yeah, I can name. I can name ten better than Dez. Dez. Show, that's nothing I in the wild, bro. I can like, I can say in a while it it's been a monster. I was reading something on Twitter the other day. It said he only had. Yeah, I can definitely name ten. You can name a yeah. damn near thirteen better than Dez. He not top ten. I have, as I said, I have Dez at eight, possibly. Nine. All Dez really does Dez well is catch a jump ball. <laughs> That's all he really That's do all well can do is is really catch a jump ball. You you could throw it up and. He gonna make a play on it over top of the corner probably seven times out of ten. Like that's what Dez do. I feel like that's definitely his strongest suit, but I don't feel like he gets enough credit for uh, the way that he's uh, capable of stretching the field. I just don't feel like he does it consistently enough. That that's all he could do. So consistency. Oh no, man. He's number ten. He's ten. If he's ten, he's number ten. Is a top ten receiver in the league. And hold on, I got a question too. He's got some proven. I got a question too. He's got some proven to do. If y'all, if y'all, are are we talking? When we say top ten, are we taking talent into consideration? Are we taking production too? Talent production. I feel like it's a little bit of a mix. You ain't gotta go just because I might lightweight take Deshaun Jackson over Dez Bryant too. Best deep threat in the football field. T.Y. Hilton. See, we ain't named T.Y. Um, Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. So you can't do that, though. If you're going to say Dez's only asset is doing that, how can you throw Deshaun Jackson in there? Because he, he, he better than Dez. He better than Dez. Oh, man. Don't nobody got more 60-yard-plus touchdowns in, in Deshaun Jackson in history. He you can name him better than Dez. He does it differently, but... Definitely does it differently. But I'm not taking Deshaun Jackson at this yeah, point. Dez's not a top-10 receiver name, right now. You can name 13-14 better than Dez. Throw, throw, some of these, throw some of these guys on the Cowboys right now. You think y'all lose 42 to 17 to the, to the Broncos, bro? <laughs> With the way they secondary looked, I don't know too many wideouts outside of Julio and Antonio, possibly DeAndre that we could throw out there that's really going to do something. Man. Them D-backs, I don't – them D-backs, they are for they real. Like, yeah. that may be the best. AJ Green. AJ Green. AJ Green. That's Mike that's a guy Evans. that I did not name. You better stop, not, stop Listen, not saying Mike Evans' AJ name. Green gets I like slept AJ on. Green. Okay, I said Mike Evans' name. He played with Dalton, though, so that, you know what I'm saying? That, See, that now, I feel like AJ, Green, a, AJ yeah. Green is what pulls Dez to 10 for me. Because I'll throw AJ Green ahead of him, definitely. And then I have Dez at 10. But Hold on, hold on. Hell AJ no. Green not that far back. <laughs> 
I don't mean I'm meaning we as far as adding to the list because I had Dez at Oh, eight. yeah, because you're listing him. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not putting him behind Jordy, and I'm not putting him I'm not putting him that low. AJ's a monster. Okay, I was about to say but, AJ's definitely Yeah, when I said earlier, this wasn't four, this was no particular order. But now that you guys say that, now that you guys throw AJ Green out there, I have Dez at 10. But like I said, this this particular Dez that we've seen here as of late, he's not as good as most people thought he was, and he's got some proving to do. I mean, like, put it this way. When fantasy comes around, this this isn't to say that uh, Cole, Beasley, Cole Beasley is better than Dez, but I know that he's going to give me some type of production. I don't know what Dez is going to give me week in, week out if I go after Dez as far as grabbing him in, uh, in the fantasy league. That that's I mean that's a testament to what he's shown us here as of late. He's not consistent, and when he does have good games, you could pretty much chalk it up for next game that it's not going to be a good game from Dez. But I mean, yeah, we're pretty much all in agreement that he's <laughs> he's on a de- he's on a decline definitely. But uh, as far as this next topic topic is concerned, we'll jump right into it. A lot of people may have seen RG three. He had himself. Quite the rant on Twitter Tuesday. Uh, most of his tweets were geared toward former uh, teammate Santana Moss. Um, I guess a little bit of background on the situation is uh, in, a, in an interview, Moss said, and I quote, I was saying to myself that as much as I love you as a person, bro, as much as I know from how you came into these doors, that was the dumbest mistake you could ever make in this league. End quote. And that was in regards to RG3 allegedly gloating about getting a coach fired. Now, uh, Santana continued, as I paraphrase, um, you don't like to see them go or you don't like to see someone go because you know that's taking something off their plate. So I live by that. God don't like ugly. So try not to be in those shoes, to be the guy to reap off someone else's downfall. In paraphrase, now, RG3 responded with a series of tweets, uh, beginning with, and I quote, No subtweeting needed. Santana Moss, I treated you like a brother and have always had your back. To openly lie about me is betrayal. Been lied on a lot over the years. Put in an impossible situation with a coach who never wanted me. Made players like Santana Moss believe through hard work, film study, showing up early, leaving late, putting in the extra hours, staying after practice, and getting extra work in. We won that. We won the division that year. Next year, coach wants out. He says he wants out. Says he never wanted me as his quarterback, and I get blamed? Come on, man. I have been a good soldier. Now, uh, he also continued, some so desperately want me to fit this negative narrative that has been pushed about me but I don't fit it never have never will end quote now that's a lot to grasp grasp fellas but I mean it's something we must discuss because this is definitely in the media here lately what's y'all's take on this I feel like RG3's always got the short end of this uh, short end of the stick when it comes to like comparisons his reputation and how people look at him I can I can agree yeah with <clears throat> Damn. I've been an RG3 fan for a minute and I followed him a lot of his career in college and so when he got to the league and they start saying all this stuff about him 
and how he was this and how he was there. I'm like, dang, like he got in the league and got cocky. He won that. I thought I thought he just changed up, switched up. But now the stuff's starting to come out. I don't know. Maybe maybe they really was just trying to uh, make him look bad because they really ain't want to play. Yeah, he was like the scapegoat. Yeah, like maybe they really was was just trying to make it seem like he was a bad guy just just to justify the fact when they put him on the bench. They're like, oh, well, he's just a terrible locker room guy. He's always in trouble. He's this, he's that. Like, that's what I feel like it was. Now, it make more sense because I – it really threw me for a loop when he started acting like that when he got to the league. I'm like, damn, like what happened to RG3? Like, this the dude who said he didn't even say he won the Heisman. He said Baylor won their first Heisman tonight. Like, he was never on no selfish shit. Like, I don't know. It, it, it tripped me out at first. But maybe now it might be all lies. I don't know. Lake, how you feel about this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was the rumor, though. The rumor was, like, None of the staff really, really fooled with RG, RG3 or whatever, but Dan Snyder, the owner, did. They said he, he really, he really, like, uh, the one who was pulling that, that trigger when it came to RG3. I mean, it looked good the first couple of years, but Shanahan really ain't want him as his quarterback, as you can see, Kirk Cousins has taken over that job, you know, and. As I guess you could say flourished, well, but he ain't flourished. not really. Just flourished in, <laughs> flourished in his own how way. Can you yeah, pro- yeah. How can you prosper? He get money the coach though. Coach doesn't even want you, and he he feels like he's forced to play you. There's no way you, There's no way to prosper in that situation. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Now that's for me, true. I'm kind of on the fence about it because just like you guys, I've been an RG three fan. That's that's been my guy. It hurt me a little bit that he went to the Redskins. We had to play against him in the division. Uh, when they first got drafted, but coming from the opposite uh, end of the stick or the other uh, spectrum of this situation, Santana Moss has never been the type of guy to run to the media and start drama or anything like that. I honestly believe that there may be a bit of truth to this, though we've never outwardly heard RG3 gloat about the coach getting fired or anything like that. As most people know, there are things that go on in the NFL locker room that we know nothing about. And this could be one of those cases, whether it had been uh, Santana overhearing something or Santana just seeing his body language when certain things were brought up about the coach. We, we don't mean, know. If but a coach openly when, doesn't want you, I bet you are happy that he got fired. Definitely. <laughs> now, on the other hand, as, as I say, RG3 has some good points. I mean, Shanahan was very open about not winning RG3 as his quarterback. But who's to say that that couldn't have been due to RG3 lobbying to have him fired? I'm not saying that that's the case, but we do have to look at it from all points of view. I'm not saying what Santana Moss is saying is necessarily true, but I don't see what he would gain from lying about something like this. And I personally feel like, uh, if anything, RG3 has has more of a reason to clear his name than Santana did to actually come out about this, mostly because, I mean, RG3, he's, he's young. It's not over for RG3. Santana's out of there. Hold on. He's did you just say it's not over for RG3? It's not over for him as far as him still pursuing an NFL career. It's over. He can still pursue a career. Yeah, or it's not somebody's third-string quarterback. Regardless of what it is, he'll still be on the NFL roster. But I personally think the whole situation is overblown regardless. It's over and done with. The coach is gone. So is RG3. I felt like it should have been left in the past where it belonged. And as Santana Moss, as him being 
that guy being the older guy who's, as he said, who's been around the NFL. I don't even like him answering that question after it happened so long ago. If I was saying Tanner Moss, I simply would have answered the question by saying, I mean, that's, I mean, it's in the past. It's over and done with. I got nothing but love for RG3. If they're as tight as RG3 says they could are based be, off his tweets. Could it be that he just knew that if he said something about RG3, we'd be talking about Santana Moss today? Not us in But that's the thing. Santana hasn't been that type of – Santana hasn't been that type of guy who's been that big on the media. I but mean, he, he's he, extra irrelevant now. I forgot – I ain't going to lie. I forgot – all about <laughs> I was about to say, like not saying he was yeah, a scrubber. Like, that's but a good like, point because because he's, like, he's he's not. Yeah, he's working. Players talking crazy he's working these in, days. I uh, believe the Arena Football League as an analyst or something like that. So I don't really see what the benefit would be from people talking about Santana Moss. It ain't like he's coming back. It ain't like he about to work. He for just the wanted NFL. people. It's, we seen what we seen what Vic did for Vic, a job. Vic, that's a different guy, man. I didn't expect that. He didn't write about I'm that. Just saying. We saw what Vic did. For Charlemagne. We see what Vic did for a job. It's nasty out here. Money ain't the root of all evil no more. Attention is. So, you never yeah. know what certain people would do for a little bit of attention, bro. Like. And that's what it's I'm saying. Crazy. You look at all people these other guys. People be trying to get reality shows and all kinds of yeah. stuff. Like, you never know. Like you said, he's an analyst in arena football. Arena, Canadian League, whatever you said. Who the hell is an analyst for a Canadian football? Or maybe he just was talking to somebody, got extra comfortable, got to run in his mouth too much, and then said some stuff that, that, that actually be more he knew he shouldn't I... have said on the air and probably was like, damn. This is a guy that when he left the NFL, Santana, he his name pretty much was was relevant. So if he wanted to actually try to get a job in the NFL, not saying that he didn't, but if he wanted to get a job as an analyst, I feel like he would have had a good shot, much more of a better shot than he's having now. I don't feel like him bringing this situation Bro, back up there's now no way. is going to help him get a job there's, in the NFL. There's no way he's Never in know. the CFL commentating games and he ain't tried to do the NFL. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying though. I'm not saying that he didn't try. What I'm saying is he would have had a better chance then getting an NFL job than he does now. So him talking about this now isn't going to benefit him trying to find a job in the I'm, NFL. I'm not trying to. And if you guys think that, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make the Uncle Tom move and you saw he got a job. Yeah, Mike Vick is a guy that just left the you league. You never know. Santana's been gone for a little bit. We don't know what that money looking like these days, man. That's another thing. Yeah, it could be the money. We, I mean, for all we know, he could have got paid for this uh, exclusive or for this interview. We don't know. But as I said, Fact. I just feel like this whole situation is overblown. It's I don't feel like it should have been as relevant as it is. You're right, I, I do feel RG3 for clearing his name because as we've all said, we've never taken RG3 as being that cocky type of guy, so I can't see him running around gloating, oh yeah, I got him fired, he up out of here, like, I, I can't see that, but I don't know, I just don't understand, I don't understand the situation enough, I guess. This is something that only people who were close to Santana and close to RG3 could really vouch for. There was a, um, I believe a reporter, I'm not for sure who he reported for, I want to say it was Fox or something like that, he did uh, post after RG3 had his rant, he posted that Santana Moss has never or hasn't been on social media since 2011, hasn't been on Twitter since 2011. He said, I will tell you this. 
Every time that I've interviewed Santana Moss, he's been 100% honest in everything that I've asked him. So, once again, there could be some truth to this. There may not be any truth. Who knows? We don't, that's for sure. But I guess that's why we discussed it. But once again, I feel like this is yet another topic that we drug out for for a long time. This is probably as relevant as both of those guys have been in a very long time. But we'll jump straight into our next topic, which uh, we'll get we'll get close to wrapping it up here. We'll start off with our uh, with our Super Bowl favorites. Actually, uh, before we do the Super Bowl favorites, uh, do you guys want to discuss the power rankings a little bit? Yeah. What they? Yeah, we can definitely run off the top ten real quick. All right, let's do that. This, uh, the power rankings, I mean, it fluctuates, so it's kind of hard to, you know, determine anything, I guess, meaningful out of these. But we'll run it off. Uh, this week we have the Falcons at number one, uh, Chiefs at number two. Uh, granted, this is from ESPN for all of our listeners. Uh, Chiefs at number two. Pittsburgh at number three, New England at number four, Oakland at five, Green Bay six, Denver seven, Dallas eight, Seattle nine, and Baltimore ten. So uh, how do you guys feel about those power rankings? As I said, the Falcons are up top. Baltimore should yeah. be ahead of the Cowboys. Seattle at nine? What's going on? What are they Seattle? They haven't looked good, though. No, I'm saying they should be lower. Why are they so yeah, high? Yeah, they should be even further back. I'm thinking 12, 13, 14. They look terrible. I know we're going to beat them. We're going to rough them up. Yeah, they ain't look too good. Yeah, they, they definitely don't look good. And I agree with you guys. Baltimore should definitely be good. Flacco looking look good. How good that defense is looking as well, yeah, they definitely need to be a little higher. I, I, I like them ahead of my Cowboys. Uh, but as far as the rest of the rankings, you guys think that that Patriots at four is pretty gen- generous as well? It's generous, but you got to show Tom Brady some love, though. No, that's about yeah. – see, it's about yeah, where it needs to be. It's not like they lost some week. bums week one. We, let's, let's not – And it's not still Belichick in there. That's the thing. By the, Very true. By the Bears or something. It's still Belichick in there. To a damn good Chiefs team. Yeah, they stay top five until they lose. In as one. they know what they're gonna do in the playoffs, so right now, <coughs> one bag, loss ain't everybody shit. Know what's gonna happen. Ain't nobody going in the playoffs. So one loss ain't shit. Just because you took your loss early, that's very you know what I'm saying? Don't matter. Yeah, that's true. True. Uh, I like. Uh, I would personally like to see uh, maybe Oakland jump up a spot. Ahead of New England at four, maybe drop New England at five. Uh, as we've all said, we definitely like the Ravens to be a lot higher than they are at ten. So, uh, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, it, it's not too outlandish. I like what I see here. Uh, I could make an argument for the Chiefs being number one ahead of the Falcons, yeah. though, because we saw the strong Falcons case for that in week one. Uh, look. Pretty so far. I mean, they won, but they it's a little bit of last year. It's a little, little bit of last year love in there. Definitely, I like the Chiefs at at, at number mm-hmm. one. The Chiefs to me have been the most impressive team that I've seen, uh, maybe outside of Baltimore, because I like what I've seen out of those guys as well. But uh, now we'll we'll jump straight into uh, one of the last few topics 
Super Bowl favorites, guys. So we'll go ahead and document this now. So when Super Bowl time comes, we'll see who's who's accurate. So uh, we'll start off, Sam. What's your who's your pick for Super Bowl? Who do you have in the Super Bowl? Two teams. Well, you know I got New England in there. I gotta rock with I gotta like rock with the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and. I'm going with the cheese heads. Green and yellow, green and yellow. Oh, you going <laughs> Damn, bro. I was about to, that's what I was going. I was going to say, we finally going to get yeah. the great. I, that's what I want. Yeah, forward. that's what I've been waiting on. Brady too. versus Rodgers is uh, what we going to get. That may just be the case now that Tom Brady's on his way out. It, I mean, I feel like. This the passing of the torch best. game. This the year. This is the passing of yeah, the torch. Yeah, I feel like it's either going to be this year like or next year like that it, they're going to have to, they're going to have to have the passing of the torch game. But Leek, who you, who do you have in the Super Bowl? Or is the Packers? This is the thing. That's why I was hesitating. They suspect. It was one game from that chain last year with injuries ever ever really being that good to really be like they're decent. That's what I'm saying. They going to the Super Bowl? It never it never is. No, it's going to be because of that man. Discount double check. And Rogers is a bad man. Flat out. Lake, who you got in the Super Bowl? I like. I like. Uh, I like the. I like the Buccaneers. Oh, shit. Whoa. I like the Buccaneers and the. Um, the Buccaneers. I want to say the Patriots. I don't want to see them. The smart yeah. money's on Belichick and Brady, but. I'll say for the AFC, I'll take the Ooh, I'll take the Broncos. With Trevor Simeon, you think Trevor Simeon gonna lead them there? Yeah, with that defense, if he don't turn the ball, with that defense, they can do anything. I'm telling you, I would definitely and just be a game manager, and they're gonna go far. Definitely. Now, uh, that's gonna be the tough out though. The the, the Raiders and the yeah, Chiefs. All them gonna be teams tough outs. You don't want to come across. The Broncos and Raiders. The yeah, Broncos that and AFC Raiders West the series. You do not want to see and come playoff time. I still, Definitely. I feel like the Raiders still need another year. I feel like they tough, but I still feel like they need another year. I feel the same way. I personally feel like the Raiders would have made it there last year. They offense year ready if, uh, though. Derek Carr wouldn't have gotten hurt. Because that's, that's what I'm saying. Like they I offense said, ready before we hit air. If that's the Raiders that game last year in the playoff that Brady played like versus the Texans, if that's the Raiders, L. if that's, that's the Raiders, the, te- the Patriots get put the hell out. Period. That's no a big question L. to ask. And the Falcons would have been Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl champs because their car wouldn't have been playing. Whoever they had wasn't going to get it done. But period. If they, Bree, what's your take? Who you got in the Super Bowl? I don't want to go exactly with Sam pick, so I still believe. Throughout the ASC, all roads still lead through New England, even though they might might be in trouble. But out that NFC, man, Leek, I see what you was doing with Tampa Bay. I just don't know if their defense could get enough stops to win. I don't know if they D could get yeah, enough they, stops they, to win that to win that game. They looking good, man. But uh, I mean, I do want to see the Brady and Brady and Rogers, man. So can we put you on record saying the Packers as well? I want to see, yeah, because the Falcons ain't going back. All right, well, y'all know where I'm headed. Oh, my There's God. No surprise. Y'all not going to win a playoff game. <laughs> y'all know where I'm headed. 
<laughs> this is the year. No, it is not. My boys make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, I got my God. Raiders versus Cowboys. I was on the on the fence about the Raiders. It's, I feel like in the uh, AFC, it's going to come up between the Raiders and the Chiefs. It's going to be one of those two. I think this is the year one of those guys beat Brady. I like that. And I think that once they beat Brady, that's going to put enough fuel into Brady to lead him into next year. And next year will be when we see the passing of the torch game, Patriots versus Packers, where Aaron Rodgers comes out on top. But as I said, I like Raiders versus Cowboys for this year as far as the Super Bowl is concerned. Laugh all y'all want, (laughs) but come Super Bowl time – Y'all know who told y'all first what the Super Bowl was hey, going to be. Next. You'll be watching it because. Hey. Oh, next. yeah. Tuned in front row with my Zeke jersey on. For the 22nd time in a row, this hey, is the ready, year. man. <laughs> <laughs> next. All right. Next. For our final Let's topic of the day, not really much of a topic, sort of like a, sort of like a quick take. Uh, we'll do weekly picks for the top games of this upcoming week. What we'll do is we'll do. Uh, Scores as well as who we think is going to win. Uh, might as well go ahead and uh, we'll start off with Re on this one. Uh, Re, first game we got Falcons, Lions. Who do you like in that one? My dark horse MVP, Matt Stafford. Mm, Lions and a score of what? <sighs> Give me 31-27. 31, Lions, 27, Falcons. Okay, that's not bad. I can I can see that. Uh, next game, this was one of the games you were more excited about. Um, we got the Titans and the Seahawks. I got the Titans, bro. That's, yeah, that's not too obvious. Have the Seahawks scored an touchdown this year? <laughs> Them boys look very subpar. <laughs> so we got... You got the Titans, and what's your what's your score for that one? Some ugly 13-10 shit. Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> 13-10, 17-10 type shit. All right, then our next one, we got uh, Tampa Bay and Minnesota. Give me the Buccaneers. Jameis Winston the and them guys are here. To stay. What's your score? I don't really know if they'll run it up on the Vikings defense because they do got a decent little D. So give me a... Give me 20, 27 Tampa Bay. I still might seem like it's kind of running it up. That's damn near 30. But 27 Tampa Bay, and if Sam Bradford plays, 20. If Sam Bradford doesn't play, the Vikings lose 27-7. to seven. So what we got here, because we can't put both. 27-7, because Bradford ain't playing. 27-7. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Bradford ain't playing this week either. 27-7. 27-7. And our final one, we got Texans and Patriots. Who you got in this one? Patriots. Deshaun Watson ain't going to be able to score enough. What's your score? 30-20. to 20. That's not bad. That's not bad. 30-20. No, nah, give me 30-17. 30-17. 30-17. New England. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, next, Leap. What you got? We got our first game, Falcons-Lions. What's your score on this one? <coughs> Give me the Falcons. 28-21. Uh, 
21. All right, so we got a little bit of a difference there between uh, you and Bree. Next game, Titans, Seahawks. Give me the Titans. Um, I like it. 14-10. Not bad. Not far from Reed. Uh Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Uh, give me the Bucks. I like it. Uh, twenty-four to ten. Twenty-four ten, and the final one we have the Pats and the Texans. Who you got in that one? I got the Patriots. I got them thirty-one thirteen. Thirty-one thirteen. All right, it's on you now, Sam. Uh, we'll go ahead and start just as we did with the other two guys. We got Falcons, Lions. What's your score on this? I like the Falcons by a field goal, 27-24. 27-24. And your next one, Titans, Seahawks? Or, yeah, Titans, Seahawks. I like the Seahawks, 13-10. Hmm. The outlier. I think we all agree okay. that Titans, Seahawks, 13, team will be a little 10. ugly. One. Yeah, it's going to be nasty. That's the outlier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the Titans now we have uh, Tampa style. Bay. Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Who is it? Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Um, I'm take. I like Minnesota. I feel like everybody's really high on the Buccaneers, and I feel like that's when these teams take L's. So I'm rocking with the Vikings, but I, it's not by much. I like the Vikings. With Case Keenum. I like the Vikings. Uh, Seventeen, thirteen. 17-13. All right, and your final one, uh, Patriots-Texas. I like the Patriots, 24-13. 24-13. All right, so let's see. For my picks here, I don't know. I guess mine are pretty similar to most of you guys. Uh, as for the first game, as I said, we got Falcons-Lions. I happen to like the Lions here. I like the Lions... Uh, 35-24. And for my next one, we got Titans-Seahawks. Uh, I don't really know. I mean, I feel like this will definitely be a low-scoring game, but I feel like this is the game where we see Seattle's defense flex its muscle a little bit against Mariota. I like, uh, I like Seattle 17-10. Mm, uh, as for Tampa Bay-Minnesota, I'm a fan of these Bucks, man. I like them a lot, mostly because I like Jameis. There's no secret that Jameis is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. So he's, I mean, he's looking like the Jameis that we expected him to. So I like them boys. I like them. I like them 24-13. And as for the last one, Patriots Texans. I was expecting to see you guys with a closer score here. As y'all said, the Patriots normally play, or excuse me, the Texans normally play the Patriots pretty tight. Um, I don't really see it happening that way. I don't think the Texans will have enough to make it a game. And as I said, I feel like Tom's going to make a point these next two games and maybe next few just to let guys know, listen, man, first game, yeah, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of rustiness, but I'm still here. I'm still that guy. So I like these boys. I like them um, 28-10. I like the Pats over the Texans 28-10. So 
that's pretty much it. Uh, once again, before we get out of here, no different fellas, go ahead and let them know how they can find you on social media. Sam, how can they find you? I'm at Bergini on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. At B-O-R-G-I-N-I-I. I really only use my Twitter, though. And straight up. Leak, how can they find you? You can find me just on Twitter uh, at Poof. There go my roof. That's the capital Poof. <laughs> you gotta let them know what the dare is, cause they don't know about the dare. Oh, dare. D E R M Y R O F. Poof. There go my roof. It's a way <laughs> it, up, it gets. It gets no better. It gets no better. Period. Re, how can they find you? Uh, my Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter is flyhighree, flyhigh underscore re. And the number behind there? Uh, oh, yeah, on my, on my uh, Twitter is flyhighree11 on Instagram. Come on, man, get it together. We're trying to get your followers up, and you over here telling them the wrong Instagram. name. People going to be following the wrong re. Come on, man. You want to see that guy profile picture? On the gram and the snap, though, is no numbers. It's flyhigh underscore re. Alright, straight up. As far as I'm concerned, you can find me on Twitter at Ishquay at I-S-H-Q-U-E 14. Uh, same thing on the gram, and as I've said, uh, I'm on the gram here and there. You're better off finding me on Twitter. Uh, you can most likely always find me tweeting something, retweeting something, anything on the timeline. But as far as today's segment is concerned, fellas, that's a wrap. Join us next week as our shows will only get better. On behalf of Malik, Mario, Sam, and myself, Ishmael, nobody in the land can do it this well. We out.